Hello and welcome to the Everyday Love Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Rayleigh, and today I'm excited to release a special bonus episode. This past weekend, I had the wonderful privilege of getting to do the Sunday morning devotional at my church's women's retreat. Uh, We went up to Prescott for the weekend and had such a great time. And I'm so grateful that our women's director trusted me enough to get to share on Sunday morning. So I decided to record it and share it with all of you, and I can't wait for you to get to listen. All right, here it is. It's called Cultivating Everyday Love. Um, so first, if you have your Bibles, which I hope you do, well, I know you do because I've seen you with them all weekend, um, turn with me to John 6, and we're going to read verses 60 through 68. I'll give you a second. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, Do you take offense at this? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And and he said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? And Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and come to know that you are the Holy One of God. So the reason that Stacy and I decided to name this Cultivating Everyday Love is because everyday love is a phrase that the Lord has used to really remind me of truth. That's why I named my podcast the Everyday Love Podcast. And the way that I've come to define everyday love is this. The love that we have and the love that we share, regardless of our circumstances. So with that in mind, I have three questions. Because as Stacy said, I love questions. <laughs> I have three questions that I want us to think about as we ponder on this scripture this morning. Um, and I'm not going to answer these questions because I don't know them. But I am going to help you think through them. Question number one. Are we listening to Jesus or are we just following him? And I know that seems like an odd question. But if we back up a little bit from the passage that I just read and look at what was happening just before that in John chapter 6, these are when a lot of his big miracles happened. He fed the 5,000. He walked on water. All of those big things that I love to talk about. Um, and so he had huge crowds of people just following him everywhere. And he tried to leave. He went to another place. And they would come with him. And then he'd go somewhere else. And they'd come with him. And so then he pushed a little deeper. And he started 
saying who he was, and they did not like it. And if I'm being completely honest, I can't say as I don't understand why, because he was saying things like, in order to follow me, you need to eat of my flesh and drink my blood. Ugh, I wouldn't like that either. I still don't really like it, honestly, and we know it's a spiritual discipline. Um, so they didn't like it. Reading this chapter to me and reading what Jesus was saying was a little like reading a text message. I can infer what I think he was feeling based on what I know of his character and other parts of scripture, but we can't know for sure. But my guess is that he was starting to get really discouraged. He says in verse, chapter 6, verse 29, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who was sent. And then in verse 40, he says, For this is the will of Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. And he was telling them he was the bread of life, that he was the way to get eternal life, and that he was more worthy to believe than Moses. And we know that ancient Jews really, really liked Moses. They did not like it when people said they were better than Moses, because they really liked Moses. So as he's saying this, people started to leave when they started to leave. So I ask again, are we following Jesus or are we really listening to him? Are we believing him in our current circumstances? Are we going with the motions, the highs of his miracles and the lows of his seeming absence? Or are we actively holding on to his promises and letting them inform our lives? <clears throat> No. Question number two. Do we believe that God can do anything and that he loves us? <clears throat> Throughout this chapter, and really all of the Gospels, Jesus continually shares that his power comes from the Father. So we need to ask ourselves, how are we viewing God the Father? Because that will greatly inform how we view God the Son. And it is not, I am not unacquainted with the reality that our earthly fathers greatly shape the view we have of God. I have had a very skewed view of God the Father for many years because of my own relationship with my father. And I have spent many, many hours in Christian therapy to, kind of, to try and correct the view. So it begs this question, do we believe that God loves us and that he can do anything? Oftentimes, I think we believe one or the other of these statements, but not both together. And this is something that I personally have had to repent of this very week. My family has had a lot of trauma. I feel like you just need to know that for context. But I have one family member in particular who has been very, very, very hard from God. It was extreme, extreme. And she told me this week, and I quote, the hangups that I've always had with religion are starting to unhook themselves and things are starting to make more sense. And she went on to tell me that she's been reading her Bible more and that things are starting to make sense to her in ways that they never did before. The word of the Lord will not come back void. I promise you that. I know I said I wasn't going to answer these questions, but I'm going to answer this one. God can do anything. 
and he loves us. I share this story, A, because it just needs to be shared, and God needs all the glory. But B, I want to point out that Jesus was very clear that it is the Father that calls us to him. And God loves to save his people, and he loves to reveal himself to his people. So whoever you've been praying for, and it might be yourself, keep praying. God loves to reveal himself to his people. God can do anything, and he loves us. My final question. Where do we go with our questions? And this one's important for me because I have so many questions. <laughs> but unfortunately, I think often we're taught to not ask questions and to just trust God. I want to push back on this a little bit. We can certainly ask questions, and we should. That's how we get to know God. But now I want to shift our view to Peter for a second in the passage that we read. Because this is my favorite part. <clears throat> Again, Jesus was saying really weird things that were contradictory to Levitical law in their minds. Eat of his flesh and drink his blood. I, I still don't like it, I'm telling you. It's weird. So he turns to all of his closest friends. And again, I'm, I feel like he was very discouraged at this point. But that's just my inference. And he says, are you guys going to leave me too? But Peter, we love to rag on Peter, but I just, I get him. He says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and come to know that you are the Holy One of God. When we are high and life is good, where else would we go with our praise? When we are low, and circumstances are impossible, where else would we go with our lament? And when we are confused and unsure, or maybe even just complacent, where do we go with our questions? Jesus has the word of eternal life, and he is the Holy One of God. Now, I could go into a very long deep dive about the Holy Word of God, and I highly encourage you to. I don't have time, but it makes this passage so much more rich. If you have the ESV study Bible that Stacy always says she's not trying to sell, but she sold it to me. Um, <laughs> I have two now. <laughs> it has some great, great references to help you with that name. So I highly encourage you all to go and look up the Holy One of God. So where else would we go? That's the Holy One of God. I also want to point out that all of these seasons that I talked about, the highs, the lows, the complacency, all of it, can be worshipful. We tend to think that we can only be worshiping if we're in the right mindset or have the right things or have gotten rid of our sin. All of these seasons can be worshipful. And while God does not delight in our pain and he does not delight in our sin, certainly, he does delight in our company. And to whom else would we go but the Holy One of God? Okay. 
I know I've gone a little all over the place this morning. Stacy said it was fine, so I went with it. Um, but I want to go back to our original thought. If everyday love is the love that we have and the love that we share, regardless of our circumstances, then who else do we go to besides the source of love, the Holy One of God? And to cultivate this, let us ask ourselves these questions. Are we listening to Jesus or are we just following him around? Do we really believe that God can do anything and that he loves us? And where are we going with our questions? Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for each one of these women that are here. God, I thank you for their heart to know you. Um, Lord, I pray that whatever season that they're in, that they will go to you, God, because we know that you delight in us just coming to you, that you delight in us as we are, God, that you love to reveal yourself to your people. And God, I pray that we would challenge ourselves and ask us these questions that your Holy Spirit would challenge us. God, challenge me. Um, and that we would know these truths about you, God. The, the things that you say and the things you ask us to do are hard. But where else would we go when things are hard but to you, the Holy One of God? Thank you so much for this weekend. And thank you for the fellowship. Thank you for everything, God. And also thank you for the food we're about to eat and bless it to our bodies. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>that by getting to listen to this today that you were touched by the words of Jesus. Um, and in this case, the words of Peter too. I know that I certainly was. I absolutely love studying God's word. And that's one of the things that I love the most about my church is that they really encourage us to dive into scripture for ourselves. If you live in the Phoenix West Valley and you're looking for a church, check out Salt Church. We meet at Canyon View High School on Sunday mornings at 9 and again at 10.30. Also, coming up in just a couple weeks, we're starting our men's and women's Bible studies. We're going through Proverbs, and I'm so excited. If you want more information on that, you can go to saltchurchaz.com. All right, thanks for listening. Have a great week.